Hello, who are you and what do you do? Hi, my name is Joseph Ryan Gorniak. Uh, my friends call me Joey and I'm an artist here in Easton, Pennsylvania in the beautiful Lehigh Valley. I used to be antisocial. That was the old me. But now I'm feeling social. And I think we should meet. I used to be a local. Young in the run in the streets. But now I'm trying to be a mobile. Before I DIE. Hey, 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 hey. What's up, what's up, world? It's Brandon Avery. So I'm here with a local Easton artist. Uh, tell me about yourself, man. I've been in the Lehigh Valley pretty much my whole life. I grew up in Phillipsburg. I've been in Easton for a little over a decade now. Um, it's been an awesome experience. We live in a, in a great area of the country. Um, it's, it's like a melting pot of cultures. It's a great thing. Yeah, so how long have you been into art? Like, were you always painting? Yes, um, my mom and dad, they blessed me be a very privileged person. So I got put in art school when I was in first grade, and I had private art lessons till I was about in the 12th grade. Kind of like had a positive and negative experience, positive on the, uh, on the whole, because, you know, I'm still here doing my thing and very grateful for that. What about the negatives? Um, negatives is like everything. You just, you, hmm, I don't want to focus on negatives. Okay, perfect. That's, that's good. Positive. <laughs> that, that's that's, that's the, way the, neg- the negatives were learning experiences to help me focus on the positives. Perfect. Okay. Um, so did you, when you got into art school, um, were you, were you drawn to painting straight out the rip or did you, uh, dibble into like sketching and, you know, building things in sculptures? Um, my teacher was a, uh, she did animal portraits for a living, which helped me like learn a lot about the chalk art that I do around town. Um, I liked to d- draw cars and stuff when I was a kid. I'm yeah. like, really into illustrating. Uh, my work these days is a lot more abstract because I, I do a lot of tight line work, but yeah. the abstract work is a lot more freeing and I'm experimenting with being a more open-minded person. So you started off with drawing cars. What type of cars did you draw? Lamborghinis. Anything, Lamborghinis. anything I thought was cool. Yeah. yeah. I did the same. Pretty, pretty cool. Were you really good at it? I thought I was decent at it. I mean, I was trained, so my art teacher was, like, supportive, and I was grateful that's a lot of supportive people around me. Okay. So tell me about your journey um, from then till now. Where were you then, and and where are you now? Well, I kind of felt a lot of pressure because my parents, like, you know, I was put in the art class, so I kind of got angsty in my teenagehood, and I didn't really want to do it, so I started studying music a little bit more. Um, And after high school, I got accepted to Pratt, and there was, like, it just wasn't vibing with me. So I was working odd jobs and eventually got back into doing the artwork. Okay. Were your parents artists? My grandmother was. My parents were not. No. My mom was an educator. She's still educating me to this day. Oh, nice. So um, so from then till now, so now you're now uh, considered a freelance artist. Yes. So you uh, paint portraits and paint, well, paint abstract art, uh, fine lines, I think that nature. Um, what type of materials do you like to use? What are your favorites? Um, I'm a multimedia artist. I try to make what's in front of me into a beautiful piece of art. I'm always saying I'm trying to render God's vision. So the, I'd say my main medium though is mostly acrylic paint. Okay. Um, but I mix it, mix media in it to build up the texture and try to make it look as visually appealing as possible. Okay. What inspires your, what, your art? Um, honestly, it's, it's kind of, it's self-actualization. 
everything I do is kind of just processing the world around me um, and trying to just, you know, process the life, get it out there, render God's vision. Hopefully it inspires somebody to uh, do the same. Nice. So you said that um, because you were placed in art school, it was like some type of pressure placed onto you and you began to rebel when you were in your teenage years, right? Yeah. Um, and you tried to, I guess, the normal life of getting a job, right? So what, what brought you back to it? What you Did you feel as though that that was the second thing that you knew, like, I just got to go back to this because this is not working or uh, I want to make my parents proud? A little of both. It was more, I just, it was always what I was doing. I was doing it anyway. Even when I wasn't liking what I was doing, I was still creating. Um, so it was more of me making it more of a commitment to just creating all the time. Yeah. yeah. And you do create all the time, That's right? That's what I do. Yeah, that's I, what I, I try to inspire people I visited your do. space yesterday. It was amazing. And it was like it's art everywhere. Yeah, I'm so grateful that, you stopped over. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for letting me come by. Um, so speaking of that, you're, you're really involved in Easton, right? Throughout the Lehigh Valley, you're really involved with your art. I I try to stay involved, yes. Yeah. And I know that you're involved in um Easton Out Loud, right? Yeah. Tell me about that. How did you get into it and and what do you think about it? Easton Out Loud's great. Um it gives everybody an opportunity to kind of keep this hype going every month that uh that um allows people to come into the art studios and be a little bit more aware of what's going on in town. Um so Easton Out Loud happens every fourth Friday of the month. Um, I think you can get you you can get uh, flyers with everything that's going on in the circle. Yeah, and it's just it's just a wonderful thing to keep the community involved and make it more of a collaborative effort. Yeah, how has that changed your art? Like being a part of that. Um, well, for example, I had this great experience over the summer where I there's a little bit more foot traffic walking around downtown now, so I had this awesome couple from out of town walk by randomly and they stopped in the studio and I have this awesome connection with them. Yeah. So that's pretty dope. So you have, uh, now you have more foot traffic. Um, you're, you're a little bit more involved. What type of feedback do you get, um, from your art? What, what were some of the positives that you can remember? I've always just, the positive is I'm always told just to keep it going. And yeah. that's, that's what it's about, you know, just the, creating the body of work and staying focused on the body of work. Yeah. Where would you like to see um, see your art, like a, at a particular place, any particular museum you would like to see? Um, not necessarily. I just want to keep seeing myself creating the artwork mm -hmm. to inspire other people to hopefully, you know, do the same and, and explore their creative outlets. Nice. Who inspires you? Um, a lot of people inspire me. Everything inspires me. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's positive or negative, I, you know, I try to stay focused on the positive. Jay Milder and Bill Burrell, my landlords, are big inspirations to me. They're artists? Yeah. Jay, Jay goes back. If you Wikipedia him, he's got a pretty cool uh, Wikipedia page. He inspired this artist, Cobra. Cobra is the guy that does uh, he did the giant David Bowie mural as you're driving in the Holland Tunnel. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. So you have two, two within there. there you, I'm sure you talk to them often because they're your landlords. Yeah. Um, so they inspire you. Um, where, where would you like to see yourself in the future as an artist? Um, just keep on keeping on as a, as an ambassador of the arts, yeah. you know, just inspiring other people. To, to would you, would you like to teach art? I think I am teaching art. You, oh, yeah, you do. Every okay. day is, a, is, you know, if you want to learn something, I'd be glad to share knowledge with you. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. So I know you open up your space to, um, to, is it only doing East Now Loud or is it every day? It's whenever we can get a, like a 
something going. Yeah. Which is what's awesome about the space. Yeah. So we can use it pretty much whenever we want for whatever we want. Yeah. I know. And I know that you have like open mic there. Yeah. Tell me about that. Open mic's just been a, it seems to fit the space for Easton Out Loud, which it's great. So I'm in a back there in the alley. So it just gives something for people to more of a, it makes it more of a destination spot than to just check out the art. Yeah. So you can come check out the art, have some snacks, sign up for open mic, listen to the open mic. And it's often, a good is that, time. And is that only doing uh, Easton Out Loud? No, it's like if we if we book it on an off night that's not Easton Out Loud, we can do it then too. Okay, okay. Those nights are generally we promote those on social media, Facebook, okay. Instagram type thing. Oh, dope. So are you currently working on anything new? Um, honestly, I'm like in this transition of pieces right now. Every every new piece is a every piece is a new piece. Every piece is a new piece. Do you yeah. have do you have times where you um, I like to call it a uh, creative pits where you um, can't think of any source of inspiration and you just at, like is at a down state? Do you have those times? Absolutely. How do you get out of them? I work on another project, just kind of fight through it. Okay, so you like basically put one aside and come back to it. Yeah, like for example, I just remodeled the bathroom in the studio, so okay. we're in between pieces right now. How was that? So you do you consider uh, that a piece of art? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So how was that going for you? It's it, it went better than I thought it would. That's good. That's yeah. good. Okay. Um, throughout being an artist, um, I know we are focused on the positives, but I like to. So what this this platform does is it um, not only it should be a teaching tool for people, but it should also inspire other. So and another way of doing that, I think, is that if we talk about our trials and tribulations, it can possibly help another person who is possibly going through the same thing. Um, with that being said, have you faced any challenges um, in your journey while being an artist? Oh, absolutely. Like what type and how did you overcome them? Well, for example, still the fi the financial aspect of things is a wave. We're constantly riding waves as artists. I like to say we're like tasting waves all the time. Yeah. So the finances like don't come in steady. Like you just get them all at once, or you're like you don't. Have, or you don't have nothing. Or you just don't have anything. How does that affect you as an artist, as an as a freelance artist? Uh, it affects me a lot, you know, because the world evolves around money. Yeah. And it becomes chaos, and sometimes it's a little self-defeating because you think, like, chaos brings money sometimes, and a lot of the time in, in an artist's life, it, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it creates, it It doesn't, in a sense, where you're you're getting that out in your creative outlet, so you are creating something valuable, and I think that's the most important thing, is us as creatives have to remind ourselves that we are valuable people, um, we're worth what we do, um, and we shouldn't let other people take advantage of us. I know from experience a lot of the time this, this pay to play thing that restaurants and venues have like towards artists yep. can be challenging because um, when you're providing something to that establishment. Yeah, exactly. So you got to be mindful of the establishments you're working with because you want to make sure that they're on a similar page that you are because you could easily get taken advantage of. Yeah. Um, have you ever felt as though that um you wasn't good enough. I feel that way every day. I try to like not stay focused on that. That's a big challenge. Okay. Any reason why? Because you know, I've seen your, I've seen your work and it's pretty amazing. I could place blame on everything. Blame is a, is a, is a strong, strong uh, force out there that it's not, not trying to focus on. I've got to place blame on positive things. It's positive affirmations. Okay. All the time. Okay. Um, so moving forward. So, so how do you stay positive? So for someone who has the same or similar feelings as far as um, being negative or, or placing blame on things and getting to that creative pit, how do you stay positive and motivated? With the people that are inspiring you around you, 
you got to stay aware and then uh, just be mindful of the people that are around you that are supporting you. And that's how I stay positive. Awesome. Is, you know, the people that are supporting you are, are, are there. Um, if you don't have those people, there's, there's forces out there that, are, that, that will support you. You're not alone in your, in your uh, isolation because a lot of the time creatives get isolated. Yep. We isolate ourselves yeah. on purpose. It's weird. Um, hopefully that change, that'll change in the future. Um, so other ways to stay positive as far as uh, you said, you're, the people you keep around you, um, I guess continue working on your art um, and things of that nature. So do you feel as though that um, social media affects creativity? Absolutely. I oh. think social media is um, it's a very powerful tool. We can use it to our positive advantage. Um, a lot of the time it is a distraction though. I advise like people that are suffering from being down or in a creative rut to just put down your phone, don't look at your social media and see, just keep making work. Yeah. So um, so you sell your paintings, right? Yeah. What's your highest selling painting? So far, my, my largest, I'm proud to say I sold one for 3,000 not wow. that long ago. Which Where did it go? To a collector. Like, and was it in the valley, outside the valley, in another state? Where did uh? Um, that particular one was in the valley. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. What's um? I've been I've been really grateful to be around such a positive, uh, awesome art network. Um, so it's been dealing with some valuable valuable art. Yeah. And um, so when you're in your creative zone, like, do you listen to any type of music? Is it is it silent? Like, what's cre- uh? Describe to me your your environment when you're making these pieces. Um, I do listen to a lot, but I can't say I listen to any one particular genre. Okay. I'm very open-minded. But there is definitely music playing. Either that or a podcast. I do listen to a lot of lectures to try to inspire like the spirituality aspect of the work. For example, lately, a lot of the works, uh, my landlord's really into Kabbalah. Okay. So Kabbalah has been influenced in my work. Recently, I've been getting to more Egyptian studies. So that's been kind of entering the, the work. Okay. So any type of sense. You know, yeah. any, you like any like sage or, or have any type of sense of going on? My like, sense of smell is very limited, so I'm. <laughs> okay, uh, so that doesn't really matter. That's a, <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's a, that's a positive, sometimes it's a negative. Okay, are you like really messy? Or are you very clean? Like, how, Describe to me that environment when you're creating these masterpieces. I'm a very messy painter. Like when I'm working on a piece, I totally, the studio's in a mess. Yeah. But when I'm, I try to tidy up before having a show or something. If there's an event going on, I get a little OCD about like, organization yeah okay um so what's your biggest uh campus you work on because i think you make your campuses right yeah well not all the time but a lot of the time i will yeah okay that's pretty dope you know like um and you like acrylics and you like and you're you're more abstract and i know when i went there recently there were a lot of floral things going on there um is that like a phase or is that like a do you have a signature look of signature style um I'd say I do a lot more illustrative street pop art yeah. type style. I've been trying to break out of that a little bit more with my abstracts. But the flowers have been super fun for me because yeah. I used to work at this garden store. So I have a little bit of a knowledge about plants and things. And the fun thing about the florals is I can combine plants yeah. that normally wouldn't grow together in real life. And I could combine them into a plant in the art. In, in the art. Yeah. So it's that, also it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, you also combine them with your your abstract too. Like I've I've seen it was like a, a combination of all those things is yeah. pretty good and visually appealing. Um, and you I also noticed you had a lot of plants too, a lot of greenery. Yeah, it's a really cool calm calm space. The abstract paintings really were 
pulling from different segments of the more surrealistic paintings that I do. Yeah. I'm still trying to find a happy medium of how to feel a lot more loose with it. Yeah. Have you ever painted on any other medium other than a canvas? Do you do like wood? What's your favorite? Um, I like wood. I like the way it kind of absorbs the paint a little bit. Like just the final product I think is, is pretty solid. Uh, but I work on pretty much whatever we can get our hands on or whatever I can get my hands on. Um, I did this experiment one time with strips of canvas. Some, cause sometimes what's that? Well, if you cut canvas into strips, you can, cause sometimes canvas will limit you by width, but not height. Okay. Or, or width and height, like it'll limit you to one direction. But if you cut it into strips, you can weave a piece as big as you want it. Okay. I experimented with that with a piece once, and that was pretty fun. That wow. Was, that was a, like a unique kind of way to approach a painting. It's curate, It's a restoring person's nightmare, but. I mean, that's pretty cool, though. You're experimenting with different things. Um, so um, if you can give advice to any um, upcoming artists or already established artists, what type of advice would you give them? They say stay focused on the body of work. And just, you know, believe in yourself and t keep reminding yourself that you're valuable. Definitely. Well, look, man, um, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is Joseph Ryan Gorniak. Like I said, my friends call me Joey, but I've been Joseph Ryan Gorniak. It's been my artist name for a long time now. So I just keep going with it. But yeah, if you want to check my Instagram out, it's Joseph Ryan Gorniak. Um, or feel free to stop by the studio any fourth Friday during Easton Out Loud. Where is it located? 207 Church Street, Studio 5A. We'll be there. Thanks, man, for coming. Thanks for having me.